All right, testing one, two, three. We're here with the champion of the world, Sylvain Andre. How you doing, buddy? Good, good, good. How long are you in uh, California for? So we've been there for last Thursday, five days, and we're here till uh, Monday, flying to Oldsmore, uh -huh. and then back home. So you guys are missing out on Phoenix, eh? Yeah. Like, uh, the thing is, actually, at the very beginning, I wanted to come here in Shula just to ride the Rio track that right. I'd never rode since the London version back in 14 at the World Cup. Yeah. And uh, so then one one other rider was like, yeah, I'm in, I'm in. And uh, we ended up with uh, six guys. Coach came in, Federation bring him in. So, yeah, it's, it's good training. So your coach, he coaches all, all the same guys? No, same. This, this coach, we actually have two coaches in the, in the French cycling. There's the coach that uh, is the coach of the, how do you say, like French center. Right. Where we have, you have Romain, Jeremy, uh -huh. all those guys. And there's another coach who's my coach, Nico. Mm -hmm. He coached Amidou at first and then started coaching me. So those two are in the team and they come at every races. Right. Because, like... We're doing pretty good right now, and uh, we have six guys oh, cool. in the in the in the French uh, team to pretty much every World Cup. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's good to have like two people because at some point we ended, we did some like four Frenchies in the finals, six in the semis. Yeah. So it's better to have two than one. And I, and I saw already you posted a couple of days ago. You guys were all doing gates. So you guys have some good sessions just between yourselves, right? Sure. And the the thing is, for me, it's uh, it's really come really good to come here because the weather is nice so far. Mm -hmm. Tracks are great, and we have a nice group of people. So back home, I'm just pretty much training on my own. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> right now, when when you're doing gates with uh, Jeremy, Arthur, or Romain, you're basically doing, doing gates with uh, the best in the in the world. So yeah, yeah. it's good to yeah, like great atmosphere. We're here just for training, perfect condition, and uh, yeah, it will play a. Yeah, it would help me for, for sure for the yeah. the race in Oslo and the rest of the season. Cool, cool, cool. Well, let's talk. First of all, congratulations. You're going to about to be a dad, aren't you? Yep. May, uh, end of May, baby girl. Are you excited? Yeah, another BMX. Seems like all the guys in BMX have girls. It's like payback for all of us, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But the thing, yeah, with a girl, maybe you only have like... With a boy, you might have 95% chance that he's going to race. Right. Maybe with girl, drop to 70%. Right. But you have 80% chance she's going to be sketchy on the bike. Right, so yes, we'll yeah. See. You can't win either way, you know. Yeah, so you sure. just got to enjoy the ride and uh, do that. But oh, congrats on that anyway. Um, and I guess let's start with the... Because I, I, I don't think I've even seen you. I know I talked to you on, online a little bit, but since you won the Worlds, how, how was that? I mean, how did it feel to... To win the big one and tell us a little bit about you that, know that was a, that was a crazy day at first because uh, I've I've always been struggling at Worlds, so I actually made my first final in in Rock Hill the, the the previous year in 2017. Yeah, and I was obviously stuck to come on second and uh, actually I was like oh maybe I could have win this one if I would have go a bit wider in the last turn. But anyway, I was like I was really stuck about being in the main and, uh, and and getting on the podium and uh, from that point I was like okay now you just like there's still like one one step to go and uh, and now let's see I'm gonna go to Worlds to win it because being in the main won't like it's great but it won't be better than, than what I did in Rocky. right and I actually kind of struggle uh, the entire day in Baku mm -hmm. not because of the of the drama like I think it was really great that we pushed everything to the to the next day, and uh, we actually rode seven laps like we do. Because there was a lot of wind, right? I wasn't there. There was, yeah, there was yeah. wind, and the thing was 90 degrees wind, and uh, right. yeah, there could have been a race, but it could have been people down, and uh, and that could have been bad. But yeah, I was like, I was a bit on and off uh, during the motos, and uh, I started getting better quarters, semi, and passing people to the line so that first give me confidence and as well give me the, the inside lines right and, uh, and yeah the main the main was a good one for sure now when you was behind I mean Joris is not the easiest guy to pass and you probably know him better than anybody to race you know growing up with him and stuff did you did you really feel like oh man obviously you did because you did but like going around the last corner like you really had a legit had you ever passed him before down the last straight no no because I think we, we raced we raised a semi together and uh, from what I noticed is the the last turn was uh, starting to be slippery because of the of the amount of dust that was on it because of the, of the amateur class and Alfredo Campo was leading the first semi and slide out oh, okay I remember that yes and and the thing is in the semi I don't know where I was in the gate but I was behind Joris from the from the first turn and I just follow him because I was like good 
I'm on second. I'll be I'll be in the main again. Yeah. Looking to the previous laps, that's that's great. Yes. And I've seen him slowing down a lot going into the last turn. So like um okay maybe like maybe there's something. And, yeah. Uh, and coming into the final, wasn't he inside again. And uh, the great gates actually the best. Like my times got better from like third moto to main, which was which was good. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was in second, but like way far because I had to go on the inside, and mm -hmm. it was going all around. And I was like, okay, it's good, second place. Yeah. Another podium at the Worlds. That that's great. He's so far, so like I'm gonna try to go as fast as possible to stay in second, maybe catching him. And uh, I had a decent second straight. I heard the crash in the in the second turn because uh, Dave Vandenberg from uh, Holland okay, right, was yes. behind. Yeah. And uh, I heard the crash. I was like, okay, there's there's no one close to me yes pushed through the the, the third straight really hard and uh, and I think I, I went a bit wider than Joris uh, in the last turn but the thing is coming out of the, out of the turn I was like now it's going to be a, a close second closer than what I thought right but it's going to be a second because I was like two bike two bike lengths uh, back entered the straight had to go on the right side of the straight because I was going to run into him right and do the different line because he was doing a different line than, than everyone else stay calm on the last roller to like pump it and not right. to like jump to the finish line <laughs> so jump on stay calm I think we, we could put like one or two rotation right and push as hard as I could uh -huh. and the thing is I knew I was going faster because you know like two meter out of the line right. I was in front yeah but the thing is like where was the line like right. did I pass him after so you didn't line? really know then no we, we didn't know anything because uh, end of the um, so we cross the line Joris goes left I go right and we barely look at each other like <laughs> yeah, yeah. but like very shortly like nothing right no emotion nothing and right. uh, we're like fuck well, what, what is the result and you can see after the line I like it just got my I put my left hand on the end of the ball and like Right, yeah. I have no idea. I know it was faster. So we just wait and I wait. And I know from uh, the previous races, like Connor and Sam in Norway, they, they've put like, I think at first they put Sam on top mm -hmm. and, and Connor and then they went to the opposite. They switch it. So I was like, okay, I see my name in first, but I see PF, which is for the finish. So I was right. like, okay, they're still yeah. looking at it. Don't get excited. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, okay. And at some point <laughs> the screen moves. Right. And it's me, there's a time, Joris, there's a time, I was like, one, two, my time, I see the, the time right. difference, and then I realized, so that, that, uh, was, that yeah. was different, but uh, it, right. was, it was cool. Right, delayed uh, it was excitement. Delayed. It was, I think it took like 30 seconds, Right. because when I, then I saw the video again, but it seems like an hour, you know, like, you don't yeah. know, and I think that could have, must have been worse for Joris, because, I mean, getting second, mm. I've, I've been completely okay with it right but he so was it winning was just yeah like yeah bonus right from, yes. from him it was like Fuck, i'm winning and i yeah i can only lose from that right but yeah it was it was good to me now what was the first thing you guys said to each other do you remember he actually left oh he did because the thing is when uh when <laughs> understandable when, when i when i said and, and you can you can see on the video because the the camera guy is on him right when like he's filming him when we we saw the, the screens change yeah and uh it just left which is like i i, can, I completely understand yeah yeah is, uh, yeah it could it could have just come and just shake hands yeah. and leave but at some point you're winning the worlds you yeah you're winning your third worlds that only cal have done it before so you're like oh yeah it was equal in history his, yeah history again and uh and all those stuff and uh so yeah even if it's a french guy or someone else you like yeah you were winning so you want to win but yeah, I'm okay with that. I was I wasn't expecting like less or more. It's it's, right. it's racing, you know. It's, yeah. Uh, even if we got the same jersey, I, like we are we are competitors, and on the gate, if he can cut me off, or I can cut him of off. Of course, that's racing. I yeah. will at some point. So uh, yeah, it's I racing. think even the year before, because I was again, I haven't been to the worlds in a while, but the year before in Rock Hill, I think. You cut him off, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, that yeah, was, yeah. was Corbin yeah. and Corbin, and then Frenchy. So it was Joris, me, and uh, and then Jeremy, and I had a great gate. So yeah. I cut him off too. Yeah, because I know. Yeah, I know if Joris, of course, is 
flying uh, after the kink, so uh, yeah. there was him and there was Coven on the inside. So mm, with Jeremy course. as well on my right, I, I had to do something. Yeah, no, I, I'm all and about. And he actually yeah. ended up third, like I think he was six <laughs> in the first turn, and, right? And made his way like he does every time. Yeah, yeah. Well, good for you, man. How was it when? Um, like going home to France then after that like was it a big deal I mean I know it's a big deal for you and, and everybody in BMX but like in the outside world in cycling that was uh, that was great because uh, went home all my friends were doing like they they, uh, they did a surprise they were in the garage and I ended up like coming to the garage with my car everyone's there and uh, that, was, that was that was great because uh I think I like when people congratulate you on yeah. social media I'll send you a message that, that, that like I do like it but at some point your tiny group of friends and family yes. and, and girlfriend is like if they're happy with my riding uh-huh. I don't care about the rest right, like, yeah. if I go to a race I'm good or I'm bad like if they're like yeah you did, you did good or sometimes I don't and like oh mm-hmm. you suck Right, like <laughs> real talk. The, the, yeah. the world's the world's the the year before. So even if it was my first first world's final, first podium, right? After five minutes, they were like, "Fuck, you still didn't win." Right, yeah, that was yeah, close, yeah, but yeah. You didn't win. Oh, you real, you real close friends will give you the real yeah, talk. Yeah, you know? I, I do Which like good. that. Yeah. Good for you. Um, and like I said, was you on TV and stuff at home? Because I mean, France is such a cycling country, right? Uh, I wasn't on TV, and the thing like I wasn't on TV nowhere because that was the same. Uh, we raced on Saturday night, and on Sunday was uh, the French Open. Oh, okay, tennis. so it took it over. So yeah. they actually planned to uh, to put something like a minute film, but uh, they didn't because the final was taking longer or whatever. Yeah, so yeah. So there was there was no much media like big stuff media right but end of the day you got the uh, you put your name in history you got the rainbow stripes yeah yeah. I think from that like from that point parents are proud girlfriends are proud friends are proud and uh, I'll have it and that's that's mine the rest is yeah it's it's great but I don't really care yeah and that tops off another great year you won the world cup you know obviously the previous year was it much feeling between the two wins the world's more important or the world cup (laughs) I think that's a tough question and uh, and I think as an athlete if you win the World Cup that means you were there all year long yeah and I think if you win a World Cup right overall with winning rounds mm-hmm. that's better mm-hmm. which I did like, I, won, I won one round the, the year before but obviously the the, the World Championship you got the rainbow yeah same, same jersey as every cycling discipline and uh but at some point, you look at skiing or whatever. The real champ is the one that is the world champion. Yeah. To like to the, how do you say, like to the public, like non BMX. Right. People. The outside world. Like, yeah. The outside world is yeah world champ. That's better than than the World Cup. Champ. Yes, absolutely. But to me, is look at Nick this year. Didn't win the worlds, but he won four, right. four World Cup out of, out of eight. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's the champ as well. Yeah. No. No. I get it. It's uh, good for you. Um, so all right, let's let's go back a little bit to the start. Now you're from. We we'll just wait till this guy goes by yeah. in a second. Here he goes, um, Cavalon. So you come from a pretty. Uh, you know, we're just talking about it before we hit record. You know, there's very a lot of history there in French BMX. I never went there, but I read the magazines with it, and a lot of good riders came from there. So tell us a little bit about how you found BMX and got into it. I got a uh, yeah. BMX has always have uh, in Cavalon. There's been great riders mm-hmm. pretty much in all of it different era and uh, and I got in BMX uh, because of Frederick and Manzik so you guys you old school guy know, know him it was Todd a, Lyons I know you listen to this it's the guy that got <laughs> second behind you in uh, Orlando so yeah he was working with my dad at the, uh, at the, at the moment and uh, when I was six and he was like yeah bring bring your kid to the to the BMX truck and, and see what happened and uh, from that from that day I never never try anything else right so it's good and I've been so I've been living in Cavaillon until I was junior then I went to the um, French cycling center which mm-hmm. was like in the, by Marseille mm-hmm. been there for four years then when I moved to uh, to Paris I uh, moved back to Cavaillon because uh, Aix-en-Provence where, where I was staying was a bit uh, more expensive and uh, it was easier for me to train in, uh, in Cavaillon mm-hmm so yeah, I'm like I'm the local boy, and uh, right. it's cool to be there. Like, I have access to, uh, to to different tracks. I got all the stuff I can train, and uh, yeah, the environment is good to me, and I can have still my classic life and my 
pro athlete yeah, stuff yeah. to do, and uh, I like I like the mix of it. Yeah, and absolutely, and you got good weather down there. Even in the in the winter time, it's nice, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's, it's it's not bad. You know, like it can be freezing in the morning, but five or ten degrees uh, at noon. So yeah, like the weather the weather is great. And uh, back then, people would come south of France would come to Cavaillon because pH would train right, a lot of guys. Right, that was yes. But now I think the hype went more to uh, to Spain. So people, I see a lot. It's winter, yeah. A lot yeah, of guys fly, there. fly to Spain because it's even better. Let's say if in January the average temperature in Cavaillon is eight degrees in Spain, it's fifteen. So uh, okay, yeah, I saw a lot of guys seem to be on social media this year going down there, which is uh, well, it's cool, good for them. Who are some of the guys then? And uh, you know, when you first couple of years of racing, when you're just kind of easing into nationals, who are some of the guys maybe we might know who you battled with and raced with as a little guy? The guy I raced with, you mean? Uh, some of the the, uh, the the guys you raced with at the start. Yeah. I was battling with Florian Martinez. I don't know. It was, yeah, yeah, uh, I remember that guy. Yeah, the yeah. French guy, and has been. He's not racing no more, right? No, he's, he's a physio now. He's actually working with the French, like not the elite team, but uh, the junior guys. Uh huh. But yeah, I've been. It was my main competitor from when I started doing all the like national uh, French Cup. He uh-huh. was beating me all the time to uh-huh. where 14, 15. Right. And obviously. Uh, when I was 13, 14, there was Joris that was a year older than me. Uh-huh. So there was Joris and a few other guys. So it was it was good competition when I was 12 to 16, and I think that helped me a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, I started beating Lorraine when we were 15, 16, and from that point, went up to junior, won, won many races, and uh, mm-hmm. here we are. And then you, uh, again, we, we talked about this a little bit a while. I was Connor's team manager at Free Agent, and I remember he went to that Junior Worlds um, in South Africa, you know, we had Marison Elite and Connor as junior, so we were really looking to to try and do both. And then Connor was winning, he crashed. You ended up winning, and that's where I you kind of came onto my radar. So maybe tell us a little bit about South Africa and that world. That was that was a, that was a good a good year because uh, obviously I won uh, I think eleven out of twelve Euro mm-hmm. round in junior, and at the same time we, I was racing Elite in France. Mm-hmm. Because uh, back then we could be second year junior and race elite, and I think that helps a lot being in the pack. Because if we would have raced junior, I would have raced the races. Mm-hmm. But I was a junior racing with Amon, Pelura, and Mukai, so all those guys, so it helped me a lot. Yeah. But going to South Africa, I know Connor and Corbin were on fire. Like, mm-hmm. They would have, they they were doing podiums on the World Cup when I was making out of the model, but getting stuck in quarters every time. Right. Because at some point I. I didn't have it and it didn't have it yet. Right. So I was like, okay, that's gonna be one of these guy and then try to be try to be close and uh, yeah. Corbin had a nasty crash in the semi. Yes, he did, yeah. He looped out on the pro set mm-hmm. and uh, and in the main corner was just flying and I think when he crashed he was like ten meters thirty yeah, feet. Yeah, yeah, he was trying too hard, yeah. And, uh, yeah. I think <laughs> he was trying too hard because the thing yeah. is I actually won the time all by uh, pretty much half a second. So I know I was fast on the track, uh-huh. but yeah, it was it was killing it down the first straight, and uh, it crashed, and it was so far that that I could just avoid him, and uh, right. that's slowing me down. <laughs> so th- that was that was cool, and I was excited, but um, yeah, I quickly realized that yeah, I did I didn't want won the world championship, right? <laughs> but I wasn't the fastest junior. That uh, doesn't matter, the, you know. It's all about who wins, not who's yeah. the fastest guy. Um, France have got a history of winning junior at the Worlds, I think. Mm. I don't know if, how much you remember before you, but I, I don't know how to say his name right. Moana? Pa- pa- there was Pablo Bichirez pa- first in, in 02. And Moana. Falco, even, you probably don't remember. Fal- Falco, Falco won, doubled. Must have been, yeah. Yeah, like the 90s, and then. So Pablo, and then. Pablo and Moana in 06, mm-hmm. me in 10. Uh, and uh, so there's a guy, Leo, that won, uh, that won this year in junior. Uh-huh. And from like in between me and him, there was a lot of guys on the podiums. Uh huh. And yeah, there's, there's been a lot of guys going on the podium making the, the final worlds in junior because they were just talented mm-hmm. and uh, they know how to ride a bike, they train a little bit, so they not that bad out of the gates. Mm-hmm. But the real deal starts when you go junior, elite. When you go elite and you actually have to train, and uh, that's why, yeah, we had a lot of guys yeah. doing podiums but then disappeared. Yeah, disappeared and like go elite two, three years and quit. Yeah, yeah, I always thought that. So many, uh, yeah, so many, I mean, in all the categories, so many good French riders. Um, 
after after that you went to again this is where you really came onto the radar was uh, World Cup Chula Vista yep you made that move on Mark Willis in yeah, May, put him over the <laughs> put him over the turn that so tell us a little bit about that that was that was crazy uh, so that was 2010 was the first year I was doing the World Cup with the French team which I was excited yeah I still remember the first time we were at the gym which was our headquarters right and uh, Fabrice say okay so this is Madrid team and my name come up I was like oh, start not to smile too much and from that I, I was in the team and came in Shula with obviously that win but like with not really expectation but that that like you could have easily probably filed into second and it would have been a great day yeah. but you're like F it I want to win right but, but the thing yeah. is I think at that race the game was super slow and I somehow find the technique that was consistent which was the first time for me like being yeah. consistent in the gate in the World Cup and that was the old um, like system with the motos and you you steer your top four guys from that moto goes in that quarter so you with Pair the same up. guy yeah same guys from the beginning yeah. and I was with Mark since the moto mm-hmm. and uh, if you go back I don't know which moto but second second round he does a little mistake mm-hmm. on, the th- on the second straight and I dive on the inside and pass him. Right. And I did every lap, every lap, every lap behind him, uh, quarters, semi, and uh, in the main. Somehow I'm in second. I was like, okay, that, that's great, but I remember that second moto. Right. And I don't know if he actually didn't do any mistake, but I was like, okay, I'm gonna go for it because I feel so fast. Right. And <laughs> I just dive on the inside. Right. But I'm like far back. So I try to push him once, it doesn't move, push him a second time, right. and the third time it goes out. <laughs> so the thing is out, and I'm, and I'm super slow, so I jump the first one, I think, as the first, and on that jump, uh, Maris and Sam right. go both ways, yeah. like, they're twice faster, right. and I ended up fifth, because I did a mistake, couldn't get a third, but uh, right. that was cool, and, and uh, which was cool as well was the Mark's reaction. Mm-hmm. It just came to me and shake hands was like, yeah, it's okay, it's it's racing. Yeah, that's uh, cool. Yeah, it was cool because I was eighteen and he uh, right. was the big guy in elite, so it yeah, could have, could have been bad. It was just, yes, it's racing. You mm-hmm. did that in the moto and it didn't work out this time, so it yeah, was cool for me as well. Yeah, that was good. He was, yeah, he understood. That's how uh, how it goes. Um, what was your thoughts on those next couple of years? And you know, like I say, you was in, moving into the elite category, obviously full-time after that and uh, how was the first couple of years racing World Cups and stuff that elite? was uh, so I actually didn't keep that momentum from Shula I did good in the race the next one in Frejus and uh, then 11, 12 I kind of struggle and I've done like I think I haven't done any finals in the World Cup and was like quarters and some I was always struggling at some point with either the gate or the nerves and everything mm-hmm so I was like, I was top French guy, obviously, because we had Joris, but then it was a lot of guy like me doing quarters, semi, and uh, mm-hmm. so yeah, like first two years in elite, uh, didn't make it to the Olympics as uh, in 12, I think I was... You just missed that, right? Just missed yeah. that, actually, if if we had to do the choice before, before the Worlds, I would have been in because I was like top two scorer, like uh, points. Right. And, and you uh, crashed or something, right? And I crashed in quarters, and at the same same race, Moana did the final and get third. Okay. And that was like something automatic selection. And, yeah. He uh, made it anyway, so I went there as a alternate with uh, with my girlfriend, so kind of like look how how, we, how was it? And uh, yeah. What? Six years um, later, it's still nothing Olympics. And then, your, your, now your girlfriend, she, she was a top racer, wasn't yeah, she? Yeah, she, yeah, she actually got second at that race, but didn't make it to the Olympics. Which oh, <laughs> she missed. Yeah, but, oh, yeah, that's some... Yeah, and she was some, the alternative as well? Yeah, she was... Oh, so you literally guys were both, yeah, yeah. there so watching. We were there, like, watching, enjoy, like, enjoying, you know. Was it tough to watch, though? Not really, you know, I think Remix is... It's great, it's a sport, something I love, but at some point, it's, it's much more important than the... Once you're like, yeah, fuck, I didn't do it, right. so I won't be racing, then, yeah, just, like, you gotta enjoy life. My life is not that bad, and it's yeah. not gonna change my life to 
go there or not so I'm gonna right. enjoy the show and I was excited it seems like you have a you know you, you have a lot of fun and even on the gate seems like you're pretty relaxed and stuff do you think that helps you racing and kind of balancing must be yeah, must be yeah I think it's sometimes like I think there's a time for everything and uh, when you gotta be focused I'm focused and uh, yeah. but sometimes maybe a, a little fun would help you like relax yes and, uh, and I think everyone has his own technique and mm-hmm. uh, but yeah I just like Sometimes I just enjoyed that much that I like. I yeah. Help. Yeah. Now, and again, I just talked about a lot of. I just did a podcast with Basta Beav, and we talked a lot about the the fun, keeping it fun, and when you're fun and happy, the results come with it, you know. And you're definitely a prime awesome. example, I think, of a, a guy that does that. Um, so obviously, the Olympic uh, rundown has kind of started. Do you think about it yet? You know, we've got a whole season before you move into 2012. Um, is it the back of your mind to to go to the next Olympics? Yeah. In 2012, yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to go to the 16th. Yeah, to the yeah, yeah, sure. There was like, the thing is for me, Olympics. There was never be, and still, it's not like a, a goal to be in the Olympics. Because if I want to be in the Olympics, I marry a, a Spanish girl and uh, right. automatically yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, I mean, my yeah. goal is right. to get a medal or win the Olympics. Yes. So the thing is, even after 2012, I was like, yeah, okay, just not just try, be be fast, get some results. 13, 14, 15, 16 and Olympics will come and yeah. then you get you, you get your shot at doing something great at the Olympics right so which I actually didn't and uh, <laughs> did a few mains did a few mains in uh, during those, those four years and was still like quarters some eyes and always and mostly in 16 always like something wasn't clicking but I was I was happy with my riding at the time I was doing great in Europe and uh, yeah came to the US like once or twice a year, every year, did some finals. So yeah, yeah, I was an happy kid. Yeah. What now? What about um, you know? I say being um, um, you know French is obviously one of the got to be the, probably the top. You know, French and Dutch got to be the two biggest countries right now for competition and depth. And you, you just said like you're here now with a group of guys. Why do you think you guys are just so good? Or the French have always been good and continue to be good. And like seems like new kids are coming through all the time. I don't. I don't know if there is any secret, and uh, I think it's just a matter of generation. You know, mm-hmm. I think Joris and I and all those guys from '91, '92 mm-hmm. were like. At some point, I think we were 15, like 10 guys in the top 15 UCI ranking. Right. Wow. Like, yeah, that was like when I was 20. And then there was there was no much other fast Frenchies and uh, it came to the 95s guys Amidou mm-hmm. uh, Jeremy Romain and they were like not uh, that fast from the very beginning it right. took, took them a few years and now they're here and they, we have uh, Arthur Pilar and Matisse Rago uh-huh. they are still like a year or two younger than them and they're here and then they see people performing and they try their best and they, they actually succeed yeah so yeah. I, I don't know if there is any secret maybe after this guy there will be no one for 10 years mm-hmm. and yeah I don't know if there's a secret but is a training structure do you think you guys have a good structure in the clubs and all the federation back at home and... I, don't, I don't know if it's because really always look, we look at it like we always assume France has got the best tracks and the best you know structure and stuff I but... think it's, most, it's, it's mostly something that uh a 15 years old French kids know how to ride a bike yeah so from that if he can handle the the pressure and do a bit more gates than the other it can it can be good done the first rate and mm-hmm. uh, and from that it, from that yeah he just start training a little bit more and, uh, and be good but I don't know if it's only because of the structure because obviously we have uh, there's a youth youth uh, cycling center right and not every one of these kids uh, became become elite after that so right i think yeah it's just a matter of of people yeah yeah and then i saw you guys were just racing over in um i think it was close to where you live right a couple weeks ago when connor was there how was that race that was cool that's uh the it's an indoor race that they kind of like a synthetian type race right kind of like synthetian they only have been doing this race for two years so they were second year this year and it's cool because it's um, not only a BMX indoor race. It's uh, it brings all the disciplines. We have uh, cyclocross, oh, right. mountain bike, yeah. like there's a road cycling uh, race on the Sunday morning. Uh-huh. So yeah, it's good because it can like it brings people from different mm-hmm. like discipline of cycling together. And uh, I hope they're gonna do it 
every year. And because I saw you and Connor were on the track before the race the day before, was so did you actually design the track and you part of the organization or did you get guy, that special treatment? The guy treatment? that does the track, uh, all the the design and everything, is a is a close friend of mine. Uh -huh. I actually didn't like, I wasn't involved that much. It was just like we we've met a few times, yeah. like we do on the on the. On the the week and uh, we were like yeah this this could be good this could be good mm -hmm. but then like knows what like, what's work and what doesn't yeah but uh, yeah I, i'm involved in a way because all the people that are involved in the thing is is someone i know really much I, yeah uh, someone i know because i've been there for for a while so yeah it's good to have to have this like the race in, in your house yeah the looking was looking at that races and i go back to when i do the indoors in, in the 90s even the 80s in, in France always big races lots of people watching you know you guys it's a culture it seems like a French culture where people will come in and watch the race in good atmosphere you got you know great speakers I think it's what you guys call them speakers right yeah, announcers yeah, right. Uh, you know Michelle is it right yeah, so he's still a great guy and doing it but and I was watching you know Connor with a flag and you guys came in it was really special I mean France really know how to put on um, good events, you know, and I think. But I think that they know how to to, to put on a, on a good event, but as well uh, for for a good event, you need a good uh, public, mm -hmm. spectators. And the thing is, the race was only 17 plus at night, but uh, the arena was packed. Just but people paying to go in as people well. People paying to wow, go there. That's cool. And and if, even if the kids ride uh, like as the race the next morning, right people show up yeah and uh, and I think that what makes a difference with like a lot of races you have here in America that mm -hmm. just people come race and leave yeah yeah, here, yeah they actually come and they have to pay extra to watch the, the elite at mm -hmm. night mm -hmm. but they're here and they get into it they make noise and you guys yeah, are sure. real heroes they're, they're, they're cheering excited. and shouting and, yeah, you and know because I think they love they just love BMX yeah maybe more than than the uh, than here on, on different countries yeah no I think that's super cool and yeah I don't know what the recipe is in France but something they need to I don't know if it's possible to take that recipe and take it around the world but you guys definitely really the thing it works here with the grants like on the, 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 Saturday, the night. Saturday night but I've been doing races here for a while and uh, I don't know how you can have this atmosphere on Saturday night right But you have nothing right. at all those other races. Right. Like all the same people coming to Salt Lake City and the Grand. Right. Or like what's different? I mean, yeah. as a fan of BMX, even when I was a kid, I wanted to see the elite race. Yeah. So why does they want to see the elite race at the Grands but not at yeah, the races? Yeah, no, I, it's something. Even it's, when it's the when the final is at 1 p.m. And you can watch any you know U.S. national races for the last. 20 years that I've been here and I've got videos before that it just never really seemed to be an atmosphere compared to Europe you know if any I mean you, you've raced in multiple you know plenty of European championships and world championships in um, in Europe and it's just always electric isn't it you know sure. so uh, yeah I, I don't Rocky think... was good though in 17 and especially with Corbin and Elise winning right yeah but yeah other than, other than, than Worlds Yeah, Europe's much better. Yeah, we'll see how it pans out next year when it's in uh, Houston. Mm. Now, obviously, we're just getting ready to start the season this year. Uh, you, you know, the US, World Cups, and um, obviously Worlds. What's uh, what's the big goal again this year and try and win that Worlds again? Uh, I would lie if I said no one to win. Because right. uh, the thing is, actually, after like maybe the next day, maybe the same night, I was like, damn, I won... I want to win this again, just like the yes, feeling yes, it gives you. I yes. think there's nothing, there's nothing. Let's see with the baby coming, but uh, right. And I don't, I'm not sure, but there's nothing that gives you that feeling of mm -hmm. like winning the biggest race of the year. And uh, so yeah, that'd be that'd be cool to uh, try to give a shot at winning the worlds again. But mm -hmm. uh, the priority would be like to stay consistent on the World Cup circuit and. Uh, for myself and for the Olympic um, points yeah to, to have like three mains in uh, in Tokyo mm -hmm. now that they, that they dropped the the field to 34 32 to 24 riders it's gonna be a little tougher yeah yeah so uh, yeah we got to score points first and then I have to yeah keep the good momentum that I have uh, from this year and the year before being in the main uh I mean, you've been pretty much top three at every race for the last you know two three years right I mean even yeah at least I've been yeah in maybe 90% of the World Cup why, why do you think you're so consistent because you're not maybe 
desperate to win, you'll be. Are you one of them guys? Will say, you know, second, and third's okay. I'll, I'll take yeah. that today. You know? Yeah, I'm not uh, like. And the thing of that would have, that would have been lying to myself that even in '16 or even today that I'd come to that race, to that World Cup, and I only want to win. Right. Because there's there's some super fast guy out there, and uh, and I know I can win, but I'm not going to win every every single day. Right. So I'm more of a guy that. If you do your best and if you like get the good training and uh, you can like keep the nerves down and do your best gait and your best like driving phase and mm-hmm. be good on the track, yeah, you ended up somewhere good. Yeah, so you'll yeah. make it to the next round. Yeah. And when it comes to the semi, if you keep doing this, there's many chances that you will be on front. Right. So and then then it depends of like who's who's on the gates uh, next to you. But uh, yeah, if I think I've I've reached a level that if I do everything, ninety five point nine percent. You're right up there. Yeah, yeah. Seems, I can I can good. tell from watching you for the last few years, and then obviously talking to you, just the little things I remembered. Joris going slow into the turn, and Mark Willis in the turn. Like you're very tactical. I can see you kind of. Uh, that's part of your um, um, uh, yeah ammunition. Why you're so consistent and so good. Um, I'm sure you're going to make um, a good coach one day. Is that something maybe you want to do after racing or? I don't know. I don't know this far. Like I'll see. I think I'll have some good experience to give to the, yeah. the young kids. But uh, and coaching yeah. in France is though. You guys, a lot of people have opportunities to do the club yeah. stuff. And there's, there's the clubs. There's now the more and more the private coaching. Like right. like you have here in the US. It's it's getting really big in in France as well in Europe. So yeah, I will keep on racing and and then. And see what's next. Right. Okay. So let's just say you qualify for the the Olympics, and um, what kind of, yeah, how would you think you would uh, approach the the race and going in? Would you be one of them guys? Would you be happy for a top three, or would it be a first or everything, or is it one of those decisions you don't really know until you no, on the I, gate till the race? You I know? think I'll be happy with a top three because uh, a medal in the Olympics as well to the to the public is is something great, you know, and uh, and yes. One one race every four years, so maybe maybe my only Olympics. Right. So yeah, sure. Like, if I look where I am today, a top three would be good. Right. Yeah. But again, if if I have the shot at, at diving on the inside yeah. somewhere, yeah, or yeah. getting two people at the time, I, I'll do it. Right. But yeah, from now it's just like try to get faster and faster and come to a point that maybe winning will be the only option yeah uh, yeah now do you think you can still get faster like physically and yourself you yeah, think there's sure. certain things you can get get better at yeah there's, there's, there's always uh, things you can improve uh, can be like your, your, your technique like your gates all or like there's many yeah. many things you can improve just a little bit but I think at the level we are at that's what makes a difference what makes a difference between a guy that do one podium and then go quarters the next day or the guy that mm-hmm. that is fifth and fourth and uh, gonna win the next one yeah you're definitely one of them guys that yeah you don't need to win a lap all day but then comes to the final and you're in the final then you still got a yeah. shot to win at, you know? at some point there's just one race that matters yeah there's I'm a lot o- I'm okay with being top four all day yeah and, uh, and get a get a podium <laughs> happens to me a few times but uh, yeah but it's, really it's, it, it's still even after so many years of, of being in BMX, watching it, being part of it, and then after, some guys still don't get that, you know? Some people think they have to be winning all the time where you got, you know, yourself, Joris, sure. Connor, you know, another guy, you know, right. that uh, doesn't need to win anything until it counts, oh, you know? Also, I think what helps me is that uh, I wasn't out front on the World Cup scene from the very beginning mm-hmm. so I've been in the pack for, yeah. for years and years Experience. and I think they've helped me in a way even if guys like Conor and Joris and other guys that they've been out front for the very beginning and they still win right but yeah it's something you've you, got a backup plan you, you you've actually, got a plan B you actually like, yeah. you never lose it's not because you hit the gate or you, you're dead last down the, fir- the, the, down the first straight that the race is over and I think people have to like these days they, they focus a bit too much on on gates uh, kink down the hill and, yeah, uh, yeah. and then they have no backup plan and, 
and they don't make it to the next right, round. Yeah. yeah, maybe I I will make it to the next round and get better and and win the next the next. Yeah, round. no, I think you're one of them riders. Um, there's only so many I think that have that plan B. You know, first everybody wants plan A, get out of the game, win. Yeah, but, but plan B is. Uh, I think in BMX you better have plan B, C, and D. Right. Yeah. Well, you're one of them guys that definitely uh, has the, all of those. So. Um, what are your plans? It might be too too easy, too uh, too early to say. After the Olympics, you want to continue racing as long as you can. Yeah, I think as long as uh, I'm having fun on the bike, I'm not boring in training, and I can keep uh, a decent amount of money to uh, to live a decent life. Mm-hmm. I'll keep on racing. Mm-hmm. So then I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say I want to be in Paris at the Olympics or because. That'd be great for sure. How old would you be then? I'd be 32. Okay, so it's possible so it's, then, yeah. It's, it's possible, yeah, but yeah. I don't want to... I think after Tokyo, I'll see like how the sponsorship and everything goes. And mm-hmm. if I'm, I can live a decent life and, uh, mm-hmm. and enjoy training and enjoy going to the track, mm-hmm. I'll do it as long as I can. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's really a matter of, of risks versus reward, mm-hmm. as we talked uh, earlier. And what's your thoughts on Supercross, the way the tracks are at the moment, you know, is it, could the tracks be better, like more technical, easier, or what's, what's your thoughts on all that? Yeah, I think since uh, GSX left, it was up to every, like, each organizer to do this, his own track, own design, own stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's good in a way because... Uh, you have a little, like a lot of different type of trucks during the season. Mm-hmm. For example, like when when we had the old steep city Manchester, we, you would go Manchester and then to a big wide open track in Papendal, mm-hmm. which was not that hard to go through. And then you ended up with Shula, which was steep, fast, big. So I think yeah, I think yeah, it's a, it's a it's a good mix. And uh, the only thing. I regret is sometimes maybe it gets too easy and mm-hmm. too, too narrow mm-hmm. so it's good for, for riding mm-hmm. but when it comes to racing uh, everyone remember that uh, that, that final in Argentina inside the first day in Argentina this year whenever it was close on the top finish top 7 yeah. was uh, in 0.6 I, I guess uh-huh. but there was no passing I think Jared was the only one to go from 5 to 3rd right and I think they were close because everyone was tucked right Corbin was out front with a decent lead and then everyone behind wanted to keep their position. Yeah. And and everyone was stuck in traffic. Yeah, yeah. When you go to Papendal, for example, or Shula back then, the track is big, so you can make passes and mm-hmm. uh, like make passes in the, in the entire straight. It's not a matter of, yeah, this straight is going a bit on the right side, so if I go left, I have to be twice faster than this guy. You right. know what I mean? And, uh, yeah, all those little tiny track like Argentina, Manchester, but obviously because it's indoor, I think it's a bit too like yeah tight and tiny. So it's gonna be tough. You think this year the Manchester? Because I saw they changed yeah. it, right? They changed it. They make it. They make it much easier. Much Is that sa- gonna be harder? Like too fast, maybe? I don't. I don't think so. Because uh, yeah, they made some t- changes, but there's not much like there's a uh, same amount of rotation like cranks right on the first straight so we might be a bit faster into turn one but uh other than that it's okay i but saw evan some video of him yeah, sliding out slide, yeah. yeah yeah but it could have happened before right but yeah they did like uh, a third straight which is like even in my club the my third straight is steeper than there and oh really everyone's gonna do the two 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 and uh, right. uh, same as girl so right. i think this is not maybe not the good direction mm-hmm. but we only have to race this year and the next year yeah I think we just need like big wide open track which ones do you so, like then which is some of your favorites I like Papendal like I said maybe I'm like I won't be excited to be there for a week in Papendal training right because at some point yeah you do the same lines over and over yeah but when it comes to racing it's it makes for great passes uh-huh. and uh, you're keeping like your very fast speed the entire track because it goes downhill as well so yeah even Rock Hill mm-hmm. like Rock Hill sucks to me because first second straight and then there's nothing it's right big rollers but it's wide and uh, and you can make passes you know yeah yeah so, yeah I think we don't need to do so big we just need to do something yeah wide and like technical is enough to 
Like if that guy has better skills, he can make the pass because of the skills. Yeah, are you happy with the way the first jumps are? Would you like that to be changed? More pedaling, less pedaling, or? Let's say, I think we should, we're in Shula now and the Beijing Shula is still the best one, right? Everybody the likes that one. the best. Maybe not, not the, the, the first two jumps, but they make it uh, much smaller. But everybody seems to like it there, don't they? But yeah, yeah. This, this kind of track, uh, pop and all kind of track, mm -hmm. you know, big first rate, and then just carrying good speed. And there is some like technical stuff that if you case it or, or make it through perfect, you yeah. get a good amount of speed and, uh, and pass the guy. But yeah, track like Argentina, Manchester, I think you had a tiny. Yeah, yeah. What um, what about traditional tracks? Did you like? I know you can perform on both. Is there one you like more than the other? Or I think it's we live in a good era that we have both. Yeah, and uh, it's cool to be racing in some flat tracks. Maybe mm -hmm. they're too boring, but sometimes they make it for good, good racing. You know. Yeah. I think it's not really a matter of, of the, the starting hill, three, five, eight meter. As far as the track has a good flow and good turns and everyone keep the speed and we go fast I mean I like it but yeah again it's good that uh, we can race Phoenix and Old Small the next week yeah and in a different in October you can have Houston and Sarasota which is super cross only mm -hmm. but uh, at the end of the day the, the guy winning on three meters are the same guy winning yeah. eight so mm -hmm. it doesn't really make a difference but right. I think it's good for for the public and uh, yeah when you go to the to a, a sports event and you see a hill that big right I don't know if you know a few guys in downhill but uh, there's one guy Amory Pierron that won yes, three he's one of the top Cups. guys now yes yes and uh, it was at the French Center the, uh, was he a BMX guy? no no he's huh. a completely downhill guy but he went to the center and went up on the gates and he was shitting himself oh really he, wow. did, he didn't write it he didn't jump the first one he was just up there walking you would think them downhill guys really don't they're and, not scared yeah. you know and the thing is having this like they're like okay this is this is big deal right if you put the, the exact same track just in the first jump with a smaller hill right they'd be like oh my six years old kid can can go and make it through uh -huh. when they see that they're like yeah that's that's no jokes and, uh, mm -hmm. and those guys are real athletes and, uh, and mm -hmm. they have big balls as well yeah <laughs> I mean the same as like downhill French seems like uh, I don't know how much you follow it yeah. but it seems like a whole new bunch of like BMX a lot of new guys coming in now and, and uh, um, like doing good guys. which is cool um, alright I know on your Instagram you like to uh you like to ask questions to the young kids, like a bit of trivia, we call it. I think you question, you know, usually we go trivia. Yeah, yeah, uh, I've, yeah, I've been doing this with a few friends of mine, and uh, but now I'm getting scared. All right, well, I, I thought I'd ask you some questions. Now, I did write a bunch down, and I did a lot of 80s, because that was uh, a lot of good fast French guys, but you told me you're not really, that's a little bit too far yeah, from is. you, so we'll go into the 90s, so I'll look at some of the um, 90s, and even though it was 80s, do you remember Eric Minosi? Do you know anything about him? I know or, him because yeah. he's working at Oakley. And, right, uh, you don't remember his racing. Then, but, uh, no, no, no. Yeah, As no. I told you, I started, like, I started transit number four. Right. So I know a bit before, <laughs> but yeah, mostly that, from 98. I don't think it's you have to feel about it. It's me realizing how old I really am, <laughs> you know. Um, all right, so let me, I'm going to scoop through these. And, um, and I'm not going to look at my, yeah. All right, so we'll start with 90s, guys. All right, first question. Thomas Allier, what years did he win the world? 98 and 2000 Correct. Brazil and Argentina yep alright this one is going back a little bit but it's such a good team you might remember name three guys that were part of the Sun team the dream team Sun team so there was Levesque was in yep Allier yep Falco yep yep can you name any more nah any non-French non Dylan Clayton remember that name I, I, yeah. do, I do know him because it was he was uh, riding with Frederick and Manzik at the time. Right. And he got this amazing style. I've seen him in Saint-Étienne. Uh, yeah. And I even listened to the podcast you did with him because right. uh, it was really interesting. Yeah. And yeah, yeah good style, good flow. Yes, he was very, uh, yeah, very technical. And even now you watch videos of D Dylan from, from back then. And yeah, he was kind of doing what a lot of you guys are doing now, you know, right. which is cool. All right. So I'll skip out the 80s, guys. Um, all right. Name two things that Florent Boot was known for. Slingshot and pick a manual full speed. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and kicking, kicking our ass when we're doing like, no, like chainless 
warm up on the track oh, really? still in 2010 he's a manual king wasn't he yeah and the thing is like push so hard right and uh, yeah he's was, was, was good at that did you ever get to race him or are you retired no you? no no he retired in seven uh, I guess okay and I was still 15 alright but he's a coach right he's still uh, he's around yeah yeah, 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 yeah. coaching and stuff uh, alright so alright who was better in your eyes Allier or Levesque because that was a, a very ten, tense good friends but still when yeah. when Christoph was here in America first and, and the man and then Allier won the Worlds in 98 came straight out here and completely like challenged him and you know started winning and you could tell that even though they were buddies there was a bit of tension you know so yeah, yeah um, they, I'm sure both of them will say Chris, that Christoph told me about it as well right they were actually living five minutes to each yeah, other yeah yeah they were somewhat never, training together but yeah not, you could, not much no but like I've, I haven't like I've is it one that you many, like more but the thing is I've never really watched or see video from Christoph right and I did love Thomas because he was I think ahead of his time yes and his writing in 2000 was uh, was close to what we have now so yeah I gotta go Thomas in this one but I, right. because I don't know that much from Christoph right yeah yeah good stuff good stuff um, alright again it's an 80s question but you might know can yeah. you name the famous French BMX magazine from the 80s what it was called Bicross magazine Bicross yep, yeah good one that's good that's good you're doing good yeah because there's, there's a lot of old school hype these days and right. especially around where I live yeah so yeah there's a few things it was I a just great magazine Matt Hoffman, uh, last week oh you did yeah. he was oh he was in France he right? was because it was, it was an old school event at the same yeah. time I saw and he so was I over think there they brought they flew a guy don't know his name and I think that was his birthday right. this weekend uh-huh. so Matt Hoffman decided to fly and yeah, I'm sorry he was at that race now yeah. watching. So that's cool. So you got to speak to him, did you? Not much because I've met, just met him like in the room before going to races. Right. Before. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, all right. So oh, this could be. Wait, okay. Who put Mar- 2005 Worlds? Okay. Who? Bercy. Yeah. Yep. Who put Maris over the turn in Cruiser? What so French Maris guy? was a junior, I guess. Junior cruiser. Somebody put him over the turn. So it wasn't in the main? In the main. It wasn't in the main. I, I don't know, but I think. And I, don't, I didn't research this. It's just something I seem to remember. Maris was winning. And I seem to remember a French guy put him over so, the last turn. So Junior. I know there was a French guy that was that crashed in the 20-inch. But I, I don't know nothing about cruising. Sorry, okay. Maris. I've got his name. Tell me the name of the guy in 20-inch. So it was Chaffaut winning? Yes, that's who I got. Yeah. yeah, same guy. So that was... Yeah, it was Again, I, I'm not 100%. If anybody's listened to this and I got it wrong, what I seem to remember was Marius was winning Cruiser and Chaffaut put him over the last turn. No, you're, you're confusing that with... 20-inch? No, that was Elite Cruiser when Godet, Paul Lange was winning and Damien Godet... No, no, because I was, I was in that main. That, that, okay. There was a lot of drama because Kelvin Beatty was in that one as well. Okay. Uh, but yeah. Junior seemed to remember... Mar- I'm going to go back and watch yeah. that one. I know it's online, so we'll, we'll get back to you on that one. Um, all right, here's another one then. Uh, where did I put it? 2005 European Championships, Switzerland. Yep. He was probably a little guy. Yeah, but I was there. Six, seven, there was a French guy that doubled in Leo, Ka- Leo Caddy. Okay. And the story is... So I think he made there was thousand euro at the time, so uh, he made two thousand euro, uh-huh. and uh, lost it in the train back to France, <laughs> and never really won a big race ever again. And after then that. I think he quit uh, in seven. See, I was always wondering what happened to that guy. He was yeah. Just, he was just pulling. He's that guy from the Reunion Island, right? So I think got the the genetics, and uh, right. it was, I think he was pulling too much <laughs> compared to his skills, right? And uh, yeah, at some point he couldn't keep up with the yeah. Olympic stuff. He doubled one, one cruiser and then one Sunday, and which had the overall um, was actually Allier and Evo were very close to the overall. Okay. And I think Allier got the overall. Uh... Okay, so here's the deal. We took a quick little pause in the podcast, quick little bathroom break. Uh, we hopped back on and talked for about another five ten minutes. Uh, talked a little bit about Sylvain's sponsors some of the guys he races against. Uh, we said our farewells. I hopped in the car, drove home, and then only to realize that uh, I hadn't downloaded that last part of the recording correctly, and the audio is gone. Um, so unfortunately, we've got not been able to uh, get the last few words with Sylvain. Same time, I think there's enough stuff there where hopefully you guys will enjoy it. Sorry about that, Sylvain, and uh, sure we'll get him back on at some point, and uh, we'll catch everybody on the next podcast. See ya.